Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello one and all, this is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today is my special guest co-host, Sassy Linkatung, Silver Lobo. Lobo. How fucking dare you give me the magically average treatment? God. You son of a bitch. You are one of us. We love you. We miss you. It's good to have you back, buddy. How are you? We we had you on the show like two weeks ago, and you're back with no magically I'm... average. It's just you and me. So I am I am under the mindset that he has poisoned me because I have been sick for two weeks now, and I will have my revenge. Mark my words. Well, now he might get poisoned. I think he's uh, he's on a cruise this week, so he is not in town and he is unavailable and thank you for uh filling in for this our lovable other idiot or baka or whatever the fuck you want to call him but um yeah this season's stacked so let's just really kind of like hop right into it um i know you got a couple quick hits i've got one quick hit and then we have three to four shows that we both want to talk about so let's really quickly get our quick hits out of the way uh start us off buddy what do you got all right, I can just go through these pretty quickly. Uh, right now, I have been watching, like, what, four other animes besides the three big heavy hitters this season. Uh, Akabi's Sailor Uniform is a really cute slice of life. I honestly recommend, if you like slice of life, watch it. It's very cute, adorable, uh, and very great artwork throughout. Uh, love of kill i watched you guys talk about the anime coming up this season mm-hmm. that episode very good when you guys talked about love of kill i was just like okay mr and mrs smith got it watching this nope it's nope. it's boring it's like i haven't watched it but i read volume one and it was boring it's okay here's here's because i watched all of these in a day and i did like a quick little uh summaries of them uh or not even summaries just my initial takes it's bland as fuck this is yep. super bland, boring anime. I'm giving it the three episode rule, and I honestly do not expect it to go anywhere from there. I truly don't. I think the main guy, the assassin dude, mm-hmm. fucking cool and everything in regards to the assassination parts and and his skill set. But other than that, it's yeah, it is just I... a guy being very creepy, trying to hit on this detective girl, whatever, and that's it. Yeah, I read volume one back in December or something, and I said it during our episode where we were talking about what we were going to watch, and I was like, dude, volume one just was not good whatsoever. Mm-hmm. This is not, like, I'll maybe watch the show just to see if it's any better. I was not. I, I was not going to watch it. I'll take the bullet. I will yeah. write in and let you know how it is after three episodes. Yeah, please uh, and thank you. Uh, my two favorites so far... Uh, is in the land of Liddell. I don't know if that's correct. But it is a fun isekai where there's like, cool, it's isekai, let's just get out of the way and just head into the comedic bits of it, the fantasy world shit. Uh, it basically takes one of the little tropes from SAO. Uh, a girl is in the hospital. She uh, is basically bedridden, and she uses VR to... or virtual reality mmo whatever it is to escape into this online world and apparently the power goes out in the hospital and she dies but her mind goes into the game and it's 200 years later 
in game time. That's basically it. And she's just trying to huh. find her, her, uh, whatever's familiar to her, whatever she left behind, like her tower and shit like that. It's just fun. There's nothing big about it. It's just fun. Yeah, I I just chalked that one up to another isekai. I'm I'll I'll look forward to seeing what you say more about it later down the line because if it's any honestly, good, then yes, this, I'll watch it. Honestly, like this is the type of show that if you have nothing to watch for a season, go back to it. Honestly, oh, if if you don't watch it now, watch it later down the line if there's nothing else on. No, 2022 is going to be a stacked year. Like I think it was in the title of one of our episodes the other week. Where we like, said the same thing about the end of twenty twenty one and then that didn't happen. We were bored with a bunch of the shows. Dude, but this is different. Like we actually have release dates for shit. We we True. have like release like years, like Chainsaw Man and Don Machi season four suppose like they're supposedly twenty twenty two that we just haven't gotten the dates. But like I we've didn't know gotten about Don Machi. Oh yeah, right. dude! Don Machi season four, Chainsaw Man, Hell's Paradise. Like we got a shit ton coming our way this year. We're gonna eat, but yeah, no, this year I probably won't get around to it if it's just mid. Um, if those are your quick hits, I've got one uh, other than oh, continue then. I got one more real quick. Gotcha. Uh, okay. The strongest okay. sage with the weakest crest. That looks like is, stupid shit. It is the exact same thing as uh, Land of Lee Dale. It is just dumb fun fantasy, basically. Uh, if you liked Wise Man's Grandson or Misfits, Misfit of Demon King Academy, you'd probably like this. That's all I can say about it. I was going to say, I enjoy is it those like... for what they are, but I'm, it's, I'll watch it either way. So I was about to ask if it was like Wise Man's Grandson, because that show is shit. That show is not good. Yes. <laughs> that show is not good whatsoever. It takes, it, honestly, it's a mixture of both of those shows because it has the same aspects of Misfit where this guy is ultra powerful and he reincarnates himself and he comes back like hundreds of years later. And it's like, Oh, everything got fucked up while I was gone. I need to fix this. But then it also has the same shit of wise man's grandson with uh, the harem bullshit of like, he's super awkward around one girl. And there's all these other people that's who trying to get close to him and shit like that. It's just other than that, it's fine. I'm going to keep giving it uh, a, a few episodes and everything. And if I get bored of it, I'll drop it. Fair enough. But that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, the three big ones that you were talking about or that will just get, kind of give the audience a heads up would be Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer, and My Dress Up Darling. Those are the three big ones that we know that we really enjoy this season that we know we're really enjoying. My quick hit for this week is uh, Miss Kirotsu uh, from Monster Development Department. You were saying, oh, it's like Power Rangers, like you watch the first three minutes and you turn it off. It is, but isn't like Power Rangers. It's very... So the premise is basically it follows this girl who works in a supervillain lab who she and the doctor develop the monsters that these regional Power Ranger type people fight off. But they are trying to kill the regional Power Ranger type person. So it's really just a dumb comedy about trying to create monsters that will kill this, you know, Power Ranger-esque person. And the first episode, they create a wolf guy that was supposed to be Beta, or Beta from uh, Don Machi. But at the last second, the like, if you're looking at the poster, there's like a Tanya, saga, or Saga of Tanya the Evil-looking girl on the cover. She's like the head of like the whole thing. And she like at the last minute comes into the development department and is like, no, 
you're gonna get like that that wolf isn't cute you're gonna give him a a, a girl's body so it's the brain of a guy with a girl's wolf body and it's just really fucking strange the one thing like yeah and then the second one they were gonna make like a bird with like rail guns on it and then they go have to go through all the departments and all the departments are like no this is excess 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 and then they just make like a giant chocobo that has like the super saiyan or like the saiyan like power reader thing on it and it's just dumb it's dumb but it's fun um i will say the one really kind of funny cool thing is in the credits they have pictures of actual real life regional superheroes from different regions in Japan saying like they just have pictures in their names and everything else and at the end they're like no these are these are not fictional people these are real people and i haven't googled any of them but i was just like okay that's kind of cool wait so the guys in the beginning doing those action poses and everything those are real dudes or whatever or real um, hero names or whatever used or what no 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 at the very end they have like pictures of people doing like hero oh, poses and in hero it. costumes like power ranger s costumes and it has their names and everything else and they're like these are actual people these are not made up these are not fictional so that part was kind of cool and it's just it's dumb entertainment because yeah the rest of the stuff i feel like that we are watching is like very kind of other than my dress up darling like it's kind of very serious and it's just like i need my i need one show this season to just turn my brain off to and that's probably this one just uh Again, this is Miss Kirotsu from uh, uh, Kurotsu from Monster Development Department. Um, all of these, I believe, I watched on Crunchy, or I watched that on Crunchyroll. Did you watch yours all on Crunchy? I honestly, I do not use Funimation anymore, so everything I watch is on Crunchyroll slash Verve. Fair enough. Anywho, but um, before we get into the big three, you and I both sort of—I will say sort of because you kind of sort of. We watched Bell, and we don't want to give away spoilers because the movie just came out in the U.S. and it still hasn't come out in other parts of the world. But my overall feelings, I went into the movie thinking it was going to be like Summer Wars mixed with Beauty and the Beast, and it was not Summer Wars mixed with Beauty and the Beast. It was more like Summer Wars mixed with How to Catch a Predator, kind of, sort of. Yeah, it it went places. The plot was very muddy, but the music and visuals were amazing. I don't like 3D anime. And it used a decent bit of 3D in the the movie, but it wasn't terrible. So uh, to me, it was good. I wish that they had expanded upon a little bit more of the virtual world because it looked very corporate when they're like, hey, this is like a fun place like Oz was in Summer Wars. I wish they had done a little bit more like that than just like a circuit board looking city. Yeah, the design of the cyber world was terrible. That except was the one for, biggest issue I had with it. Yeah, except for the one, like, the the castle that they had in there. I won't allude yes. to what it is. They have a castle in there, and that was actually really fucking cool. But it does, like, they don't use it often in the movie, or as often as I wish they had. So, overall, good movie. I would put it, like, in the middle of all his movies. I still like The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, Boy and the Beast, and Summer Wars better than I did um, Belle. Oh, but I would put I would put it over you know I the controversial opinion I would put it over Wolf Children and uh, Mirai. They'll have to watch Mirai. Uh, it's okay. I need to watch I need to watch the Girl Who Through Time because I know I've watched it. I have no memory of that movie. It all. is it is probably like any given day Wolf Children or sorry not Wolf Children um Summer Wars Boy and the Beast and the Girl Who Left Through Time any given day one of those could be my favorite like they're all brilliant movies. Oh yeah, and. Uh, but yeah, some, Girl Who Leapt Through Time is fucking amazing. I'll lend it to you. It's so good. 
Uh, I think I have it somewhere, but uh, for me, Bell, other than my horrific experience at the theater where there was a power surge and the power went out for like 15 minutes, so I missed 15 minutes of the good juicy bits that led to the end of the movie. God, that's irritating. But uh, I truly love this movie. I think this is my favorite of his, of his work, honestly. And I love Boy and the Beast and Wolf Children. Those are my two favorites. Uh, but this one was special in the way that you were... He was, it was two stories being told at the same time. And sometimes they got muddied together a bit or it, the pacing was just off. But I liked the message that was going on in regards to the Beauty and the Beast story and how different it was. And this, his version of it was just so uh, just creative in yeah. so many ways, uh, especially the musical aspects of it. But the, the story I truly liked the most was mostly the real life part. Oh yeah, which I love. Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite like uh, fairy tales stories or whatever, and I was looking forward to that the most. And I came away liking the the real world parts of it more because that the interactions with her and her friends and and the people she likes and her discomfort towards things and growing up. It's it was yeah. her- very it, you could you could feel for that and you could take away parts of it from your own life and that's something that I got out of it and by far it had one some of the greatest soundtrack uh, of his works as well as I think maybe so far this year I think might be my favorite soundtrack and the greatest confession in anime history I don't care what anyone says oh my god that scene all you gotta know is the greatest confession ever happens. And just enjoy. That Sit back, scene relax, was enjoy. so fucking amazing. <clears throat> that scene, I got goosebumps because, and I'm like smiling my ass off because of how amazing that scene is. I forgot they, how good they that scene played is. it so well, so real in certain points, and so out of nowhere, and then back to reality. I'm like, oh my god, it's but perfect. But that scene encapsulates. I felt like the most of that director's work because it had it like all of his characteristics and all of his past movies come out in that one simple scene. And it is so fucking good and powerful and honestly funny as hell. I like everything about that scene is fucking amazing and it just goes places. It's so good. I recommend watching it. Like by no means is it a bad movie, even though I ranked it mid compared to his others, but that's because I put those other movies like on a pedestal. True. Like, even though th- we have different rankings for our movies, none of these are bad movies. I, g- I 100% believe none of his movies are terrible movies, bad movies, or even just meh. They're all I, good. I very disag- good movies. I disagreed with Wolf Children, but, you know. Go it is fuck what yourself. It is. Uh, we can have that discussion another day. Let's, uh, you want to, what do you have more to say about Attack on Titan or Demon Slayer? Which one do you want to talk about? There's there's a lot to say about both. I'm gonna I'm I need to yell at Magically for what he said about Attack on Titan, though. You know. All right, let's start. Let's start there. Let's start with Attack on Titan. Um, okay. I feel like again, this was another episode where a lot happens, but not a lot happens. Because just like the prisoners, like uh, all of Aaron's friends and collaborators are in prison and then they get freed and one of the marley kids who was in prison with them that drank the spinal fluid 
he is like essentially just handed off back to the Marley people. It, like that was probably like really the biggest thing that happened throughout the episode. Like there was fight it was the scenes, biggest like, thing. The biggest thing was hundred percent the Marley kid. Like oh yeah, absolutely. That I honestly that's my favorite part of this. Well, only thing that happened, but it's also like the best part so far of these this last two episodes, right? So what happened? It was he. There was a conversations being had with him and another guy that was locked up with him, uh, one of the the captains or whatever that you watch throughout the series. And uh, they get out. They're all going to war, basically. They're because they all took the flu. They're like going to the front lines or whatever. And the guy grabs a kid, treats him like a prisoner for the other people, and he gives him back to his brother because and Gabby. he's a good guy. And he's just like, this isn't a place for children. Get them out of here. And then he lets them go. And honestly, that's a huge character growth for that ja- captain, general, whatever rank he is. Because mm-hmm. if I recall, he was the one of the biggest shitheads in the prior seasons. And to see that growth from him to where he's, you know, he's being brave and he's also like being a decent human being and just like, this kid, he doesn't deserve this. We yeah. all fucked up. And then he, and even that kid has a lot of character growth too, because after when they go and hide, he's like, you know, we've been trained to like learn, or we've been told essentially that all these people on this island are devils. They're just fucking people. And we came here to slaughter them. What the fuck are we doing here? I don't want to do any of this. I just want to go home. And that's when like Gabby has that breakdown also being like, fuck You've been trying to tell me this the entire time. I I finally got it because that family that they were with in the part one of this season, they were worried about her, except for the the, the uh, older the sister, sister, the uh, little sister, whatever it was of the girl. That, little sister what? of uh, Shit, Sasha. Yeah, Sasha. Sasha. She was obviously bent on revenge and everything, but like the the rest of the family, they were genuinely worried about her and hoping she got home safe, and that broke her, and she realized that she was being terrible and treating everybody so terrible. They're not devils. They're people. Everyone in this is a person. And that brings me to one of the things that I do not like, but it's there's a purpose to this. That's why they're telling the story. I do not like this season for one part of it, and that is there's no heroes. Especially you you sent you'd messaged me earlier. Oh Aaron yeah. Yeager Aaron, is this... up for Best antagonist and best protagonist for the Crunchyroll Awards, which is very fitting because he is neither he is not a hero, but he's not the villain. He's an anti-hero, Marley, kind of. True, but like in this, there is honestly no good person. Everyone, everyone who should be the hero is not, and everyone who should be the villain is not. Because you can see both sides of it. That's why I, I like and hate it because I want someone to root for. And I want someone to hate for this, but they don't give me that. And you can see both sides of it. One side more so than the other, because Marley's a piece of shit Nazi uh, government. Yeah. But uh, you can see, like, one of my, my favorite things that was glossed over by fucking Magically Average was uh, Pike. And how she was saying how she doesn't believe in Marley. She doesn't like Marley. She hates them. She doesn't care about them. That's the government. 
every person that fights alongside her respects her and she respects them. That's why in the big war that happened when her team was massacred, uh, she got pissed and nearly died fighting uh, uh, Aaron and the other scouts and everything. Yeah. But th- that's the whole thing of like a lot of shit was just like kind of brushed over and just not looked at, which might be because you guys, it's, you know, it's been a year for you specifically. So that stuff is hard to remember, but like a lot went down. A lot of these relationships are super complicated. And the thing with this is there's, it's not going to be black and white. Like a lot of our shows with good versus evil, this is going to be rough. I don't like the whole liking the some of the people for Marley because I still look at it as Nazis, but that fucking general or whatever, when he took that shot and nailed fucking the beast, I was like, fuck yeah. Got him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I only like that because they killed the beast and the beast is a piece of shit. Or yeah, Zeke, supposedly Zeke is killed the definitely beast. like between the Marley generals and like higher up ranking authorities and Zeke, like those are the two main bad guys in this story and everybody else is just kind of a pawn correct but yeah i'm enjoying it the the battle with aaron and uh the armor titan in the jaw kind of just gets prolonged here it doesn't have a conclusion it's still going we'll find out next episode i'm sure maybe hopefully we'll see but it's it's good it's confusing we're gonna have an ending that not a lot of people enjoy i have a feeling like Oh, it's yeah. gonna give this us closure. Gonna good. It's gonna give us closure to things, but at the same time, it's also just gonna piss everybody off. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be like Mass Effect Three, where I hope not. That was if that was you bad. well, here's the thing: if you're into the lore and the mythos of everything, you might like it more so than most. But if you're like strong opinioned and everything, kind of like magically, I don't think he's gonna like it. But he's. I feel like he will like respect the whole route they took and what it is they are trying to tell in regards to wrapping up all the loose ends. Because from what I'm told and some of the things that were spoiled for me, it does wrap up a lot of that, the bits and pieces they've been building up. Because there's a lot of clues throughout the entirety of the series that show that there's something else going on as like a a secondary not even a secondary like a way out there plot point that we're getting super small nuggets of information about and that is going to lead us to the ending basically and that is going to be fully explained in the ending yeah yeah no it's i'm looking forward to seeing everything explored and answered and i really hope we do because yeah as magically average did he did have a good point last week in which they introduced like the lines or whatever it was that uh, Zeke, when he was dead briefly, there was a little girl playing like patty cake sand on his freaking legs, rebuilding him. He's like, ah, oh, that's what that is. Or that's what that must be. It's like, what? There is no word of this at all anywhere. Why are we, why are we bringing more shit into this? Just answer it. So I hope they like, they answer even the questions they're giving us now. But um, one thing that we won't have to question is how good my dress up darling is. 10 out of 10. Well, I'm just, I'm giving it anime of the year right now. I, I Bleach no, is coming I, out this year, and I, I love Bleach, but I gotta give it right now. It's, no, dude, there's, there's too much coming out this year. We can't. It's unfortunate. It's we unfortunate. Can't. My, my ballot's already cast. It's, dude, it's like, done. It's locked got, in. 
you've got you've got so much like on top of the shows i've already said like you've got kaguya sama season three you've got freaking devil is a part-timer part two Fucking you've got them. fucking rent a girlfriend season two which i just binged nah, rent a girlfriend not season one not gonna happen not gonna happen like you've got so much shit out this year and you're gonna say this is the oh. anime of the year so far okay here's or, i'm super hyped for overlord i'm super hyped for bleach i'm super hyped for for shield hero i'm sorry just up just up darling wins it's hmm. already it's over hmm. okay well fair enough um yeah no dress up darling i i knew this episode was gonna happen i didn't know how they were gonna handle it because you know it's kind of personal and awkward and you know this this boy this lad this this boy as we called him if you listen to last week's episode it is boy and girl there is no other characters it's just boy and girl and grandpa boy is very like much a loner god that was very i'm just thinking much about the grandpa scene yeah the very end that was very weird too uh, okay so basically the girl is like hey we need to take these like i have this book it tells you how to do everything essentially and it tells you how to take my measurements and he's like cool let's do this on monday like at the shop or this or wherever like i think after school in the room and instead the girl searches because he gave him he gave her his name he gave her essentially he's like oh yeah i live in a doll shop so basically he just well, she, gave he, he blatantly said my family uh, has a business of selling dolls yeah and he so just, he just gave searched, information away really. she just searched the name and the doll sh- the type of dolls that they make and sure shit there is his address and she shows up on saturday on their day off and is like hey do me and by me i mean my measurements and they just and they you gotta think this is an awkward lad trying to take measurements of a girl's body who which by the way like to take accurate measurements you kind of have to be somewhat naked and she okay. just strips down bone. yeah you don't to have to be somewhat spot. naked but like she strips I have down a bone into a, to okay, pick with this thing, what's though? what's your bone because buddy? here's the thing here's the thing to 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 get around the part where she has to be in her underwear she just comes in she's like i thought that'd be an issue bikini it's the same thing lady it's still covering up the same things it's doing the exact same things everything is still showing the biddies are still there it's not even that's that all just, i'm saying it's not even but that also, it's just bikini it is like hey this is a skimpy bikini with like lots of unnecessary line not in the lines but um strings on the like the bottom half and it's just like huh this is uh this isn't just the same as just underwear why don't mm-hmm. you just wear like you know running shorts like spandex of some sort and like a training bra or something i don't know but long story short boy who is just very well those would constrict her body so that way wouldn't be proper measurements i guess that's true 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 fair point but Boy has to take measurements, and of course, boy's freaking out, and girl just has zero problems with any of this, Ex- until until he gets to the inseam, and like he like that seemingly he's like, oh, I don't have to look her in the eye. This will be the easiest one, and he's like, oh yeah, like measuring, and that's when she starts like freaking out. But of course, it's like the last thing, so he's like, this is fine, and she freaks out and just kind of has that realization of, oh shit. I just had this dude take all my measurements and we go to school together. He could totally just blurt this out to any old person. 
And well, actually, that was the second to last measurement. The last measurement she had to do on her own because it was nipple point to nipple point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, this is as it's a looter show than I thought it would be. But at the same time, like, it could have been worse. Yeah, it, it was a bit lewd, but I think the thing that made it redeeming was how how cute it was and how adorable it was with his reactions and then her reactions and her just being so aloof and not really understanding the issue that he was having. He went through a crisis multiple times. I think he's going to have a lot of uh, uh, heart issues going down the line when it comes to just being around women in general, unless he becomes more comfortable. But it was pretty funny to see how he interacts with those and, and does his profession of sewing and making costumes, even if it is for a larger thing than a doll. But you I think human. I, I think it was pretty funny. Well, he could make something for like a mannequin or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But but I think the thing that I th- I found most funny afterwards was, can you imagine if this happened on Monday after school, and somebody just walked in? God, I he must be so glad that they, he, she showed up instead of doing it on Monday. I afterwards he, i wonder if he developed the foot fetish after that because he they had like a whole conversation of just like let me get you a chair don't sit on my like futon don't right, sit on my dirty better, bed and she's like no she this wanted is fine. better measurements for her for her yeah, feet and then and then she just puts both feet on just like his legs and just like essentially sticks them in his face and it's just like hmm for all you foot fetish people out there there is a scene for you but yeah it, it essentially wraps up like they take the measurements and then She's like, oh, by the way, here's the source material. I figured you want to study this so you can see how the costume looks and etc. Um, the source material is essentially just a hentai game. I forget what the word is for it. Um, but it's a hentai game, and he starts playing it, and it's like a visual novel. And Grandpa comes home, opens the door, and just hears all this just lewd shit. And Grandpa's like, well, I guess he is at that age. And just he doesn't comment. Just doesn't he, comment. He just walks in on him. I forget if he was talking about dinner or something like that. He walks in on him, and he's hyper-focused on what he's looking at, taking extensive notes, and you hear everything going on on the screen. He is watching this in his dark room, doing all this, and it's like it's no big deal. How the ball's on this boy, you know? Boy is committed. Boy is really Jeez. committed to this, and yeah, it, it was really kind of a funny and awkward scene. It's just like, oh, Grandpa, no, just turn back, turn back. But yeah, uh, Boy is just basically, oh yeah, by the way, Grandpa, dinner's ready, it's in the fridge, or it's here or there. He's like, okay, cool, like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm studying. Or some shit, like, I don't know. But it, it was a funny scene, it was a good episode. I'm excited to see where the show goes as to, like, how many or how quickly he finishes costumes, how many costumes he makes, etc. And then how many other people like approach him to make them costumes because, you know, skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, she's, yeah. She's 100% going to brag about him and he's going to be roped into doing more costumes or something like that. But I'm looking forward to that because, honestly, I like the relationship they have and everything going on with both of them together. And that's what's selling me on this show a lot. 
Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where their relationship goes just because it is kind of adorable. It's very like as lewd as the show is, it's like the characters themselves are very innocent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only saving grace as to like not necessarily like the show or the material, etc., but like it's saving grace as to why this isn't just like another just run of the mill kind of uh rom com show. But Another another show with people who have skills, Demon Slayer, Nesco, holy fuck! So we ended the the previous episode with Nesco just going ham, and it just doesn't stop. When that episode ended with Tanjiro doing his whole thing, stopping breathing, and then Nezuko comes the same of the day, and she goes full on beast mode on this bitch, and the episode ends. I immediately went onto. Uh, Discord messages everyone that was uh, in our anime chat and being like, hey, for everyone that watched Demon Slayer, shit's going down right now. This is it. This is from this point on, it is going to get nuts. And then I put a little thing for spoilers for anyone who has read the manga like I have to be like, this just happened. And anyone who's read it would know this is where you gotta start watching because just like I said, this new episode. Shit went down. Nezukuga went ball all out, fucking going crazy, and loses control. And Tanjiro has to step in, save her from killing a human, which is a big deal. And then, of course, in the middle of that, bitch gets back and she's ready to, to uh, kick some more ass and get revenge on Nezuko for burning her face. Uh, and, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck, I'm usually good with names. I forgot his name. Uh, the Tengen? Hashida showed up. Tengen. Tengen. Thank you. He showed up. I saved actually the day remembered for, a for name. Tanjiro. Wow. <laughs> good job, buddy. <laughs> Look at me go. I'll pat myself on the back. I pat but, you. <laughs> but he comes in, saves Tanjiro, and tells him, get her under control. Sing her a lullaby or something. And then yeets him out of the fucking building. And is going to deal he with He doesn't demon. yeet. He doesn't yeet them. Uh, Nesco yeets them. She she kicks the floorboard and they go flying out. Uh, I yeah. could have sworn he... I thought he yeeted him because bitch did something, whatever, but... No, I she forget. she kicked the floorboard and, like, essentially yeeted them outward. And they did, a, like, a backflip outside of the, mm. the room into, like, the street. But, yeah, continue. Uh, so... Just to wrap things up with Tanjiro, while he's basically trying to figure out how to calm Nezuko down, thinks of everything. For whatever reason, it, this bothered me a lot because of how they portrayed it in, in the anime. It took him way too long to be like, oh, he said lullaby. I'll just do that. So regardless, he does uh, a lullaby that was sung to them as children from their mother. And then that does a whole uh, uh, flashback of when she was a child with the mom, uh, when she was with her, her Tanjiro and everything. And it calms her. It brings her back to focus. And she starts crying in her ultra badass form, no longer cares about killing. And then she slowly starts to shrink back into her, like her chibi form and goes to bed. She just falls asleep right there. Tears in her eyes, everything, and Tanjiro's just kind of trying to protect her. 
And cutting back to Tengen, he's just like, hey, I cut the head off this bitch. Why is she still alive and talking to me? Why is she crying? Because she's so weak. And when he's going to try to like finish the job again because something's going on with her and like I need to get shit taken care of, kill this bitch, a demon comes out of her body. It is her brother who there is not one number six demon. It is two. They to both together one. create which is nuts. And he is basically super powerful, super flexible, and uh, ha- controls Sickles as his blood demon uh, art. Tengen is fighting him off a bit, trying to get the lowdown of him, but he's also like very much, I wouldn't say intimidated, but he's very cautious of this guy because he's super fast, super strong. He also healed his sister instantly. Like he put her head back together. He healed all the burns on her. Everything that was wrong with her is gone. And it was because he did it. So there's a lot going on with this dude. Uh, They fight for a bit. He is not doing great because he has to fight both of them basically. And that is when uh, uh, Inosuke and Zanetsu show up. Finally, Zanetsu is still sleeping. Thankfully. Uh, and Tanjiro tells him what to do, help him out. I got to put Nezuko back in the box. And it's just, this is the fucking epic fight for the season coming up. This is going to be dope shit. (laughs) Yeah. And to kind of even elaborate more, like they are brother and sister and the sister loves his, her, her brother and the brother treats her like absolute dog shit like just insults her like oh you just suck you're just the worst no 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 he's basically like he's he's in a way belittling her but it's only because he's caring like oh you need your brother to help you i get it oh you can't even put your head on oh this and that he's babying her in a way but you will see uh, as it progresses that their relationship is, is very uh, codependent on each other. It's it, their relationship is very interesting, and this is probably one of my favorite of the uh, uh, the numbered demons. Yeah, and also like it wasn't just babying too, but just the boy, like he, the main or the demon, the brother. Sorry, I'm just gonna say brother. The brother mm-hmm. that comes out of demon number six. This lad be skinny, and he mentions no matter how much I eat, I can't gain weight. And he's like, you guys look tasty, but no matter how much I eat, I'm never going to gain weight. And it's just like, oh, shit, this boy he says this- that. But like his his you can see like the bones and everything of his chest. His shoulders are super broad, though. His his biceps aren't there, but his forearms are like super fucking swollen, like Popeye and shit. I'm like this dude's scary in his fucking physique. Like you should not be. Well, he's a demon. You should he's not be alive. <laughs> Yeah, he's creepy as shit. God. But, but it's yeah, so dope. It, it's, I'm really, 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 really enjoying this season like of Demon Slayer. Uh, I've mentioned in the past that season one was fine. It was pretty. It was fine. We don't have to talk about the movie again. We've, we've, we've murdered that one to death, that topic. Season two, 
yeah it's it's fucking great like between this and my dress up darling like these two shows are fucking great really enjoying them but um yeah i that's all i have to say for the day i don't know about you do you have any any other final thoughts hmm no i'll be nice i won't fucking roast magically average no we by all means we have this is the shortest episode we have ever had we are about 40 minutes in roast away if you'd like this is your one opportunity because well we you're welcome back you're welcome back whenever but you know it's a matter of when are you going to join us again true this is true this is true so god let me let me just dig up the messages we were sending into that because i got some fucking and while you dig up those messages i want to go through a few other shows that are supposed to be coming out this year that i didn't even mention earlier like spy family how the fuck did i forget that spy family was coming out that show is gonna be great comey can't communicate season two also gonna be great my hero academia season six also gonna be great call of the night will blow your mind we'll see if call of the night is gonna be any any good or not um dr stone oh it's getting a special episode never mind who cares that's fine oh Uh, you you got my hopes up right there. God damn it. I want more yeah, Dr. Well, Stone. It's, there, so it's, good. it's in production. It's just a matter of when is it going to come out. But the biggest one that I know that you... There are two big ones that you miss that you haven't said, like, uh, that I know for a fact you are excited about. Okay. Season two of Two Year Eternity. That's in fall. I had no clue. It Fuck says, yeah, dude. It still says Studio TBD, and it says 2022. It's under fall 2022. We'll see. Number two, which it says 2022, but again, no release date. And I know this one is coming out. Like, it's gotten press. Uh, fuck, I just forgot. Uh, Made in the Abyss. Right. Honestly, that one, I knew it was coming out, but I didn't want to get my hopes up because I heard it was coming out last year and it didn't happen. And there was really no talks about it. And then I remember hearing something about it coming out this year. I'm and pretty sure it got a trailer it. not too long ago, like a, a teaser saying that it was coming out this year because it does yeah. have the release date of 2022 in there. It just doesn't have a specific season. But like, I know um, for a fact you're excited about those. And then also we oh have yeah. Mob Psycho 100 Season 3. I'm hoping that yeah. comes out this year. I, I don't Never have faith it. that it will. Wait, what? Never watched it. Oh, dude. Dude, 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 dude. Oh, man. Did you did you like season one of One Punch Man? I love season one of One Punch you Man. You will absolutely love Mob Psycho. 100. Now here's the thing, I've heard this pitch a billion times. I just haven't gotten around to it, and I feel like I should just wait until the big one comes out. And no, this appears to be big. the big one. They have two seasons out already, and they you can argue that they're both perfect seasons. I think season two is better than season one. Like, I gave season two a perfect 10 out of 10, and I gave season one a 9. Like, Mob Psycho is the great mixture between amazing animation, comedy, and absolute batshit fucking amazing action scenes. It is a perfect mixture. Of There's those. no date on this next season, right? No, but I, okay. they've they've released a few things for it or a couple I things for it. I am going to put that on my next binge show. I am right now watching Cobra Kai as my binge show. When that's done, Mob Psycho. I appreciate that. Where are you at, okay. by the way, with uh, Odd Taxi real quick before you get into this? 
Oh, you know what? That's oh. so awkward. It's oh, it's not on my watch list. Oof. Hmm. Something happened. I must have got deleted. God damn it. God damn it. What does your messages say with, with average? So I look through them. There's a bunch of stuff. I'm like, you know what? I don't we we hashed this out already. We argued, we disagreed, we let bygones be bygones, and we talked about bleach for a bit. But there's one thing I do have an issue with. Uh earlier in the week, I was uh looking through some old uh, Blu-rays and DVDs that we found in a box, one of, uh, two of which being uh, part one and part two of Levi's story uh, for Attack on Titan. They are small uh, little parts that tell you how he got to where he's at. And I'm like, hey, if you guys want some more Levi in your life, go ahead and see if you can find these. Give it a good old watch because it's a fucking badass story. It's awesome. And this motherfucker was just like, no, I don't need more shitty backstory for shitty things and shitty, shitty, whatever he said, you know? Shitty, shitty, bang, bang, shitty, shitty, bang, bang, shitty, shitty, bang, bang, we love you. Anywho, sorry, that was a, that, anywho. I hate you. hate you so much. Anyway, I just, here's my thing. Not everything about the show that revolves around going backwards in time and understanding what happened before what happened to these characters is shit. There are some things that you might not like or you don't give a fuck about. And that, in that case, it's shit. Like, I don't give a fuck, really, about Armin. I don't give a fuck what happened in his past. I don't give a fuck what his lineage is. It doesn't matter to me. Zeke, he's a shithead. Reiner, I don't give a fuck about Reiner neither. Especially after, like, what happened to cause all this shit to go down. I no longer like Reiner. Uh, Levi's a total badass. Like, 100%. And his story is nuts and the heart hardship he went through to get to where he's at to become even more of a hard ass it, when you first get introduced to him it, it all makes sense and to see how, why he is the way he is and why people respect him so much and why there's so much respect between him and the previous scout commander all of that makes sense even without watching the backstory but you can get a little bit more out of it and there's also a bunch of like different uh ovas that i don't know if they're out online but i think you could get some of them by getting special uh mangas whatever which i truly hate i hope some of these are online though but there's a couple of them that tell the story of like ani and how she happened with her there's one with mikasa that happened around the same time but there's another really good one in regards to uh a no-named character that you kind of hear in passing in one or two episodes. Uh, a journal is written about a Titan that spoke to a uh, researcher. It was talking to her, and it was telling her information, and she was writing everything down to the bitter end because as it was talking to her, it was picking her up and eating her. And she took all the information down. She died. The book fell to the ground. And that is where it laid. And I think at one point, someone found the book and they used that little information they got from it to gain a little bit of an understanding of what's going on. And there's a lot of intriguing shit like that that helps build this world up. And that's one of my favorite things about Attack on Titan. If you mainline it, like if you think of this like an, an RPG type, if you mainline it, you'll get it. 
you won't get a lot out of it, but you'll get it. But if you go and do the side stuff, like pick and choose, obviously, if you want hundred percent, it go be my guest. All of it's amazing, but there's a lot of intriguing stories. Like there's a book series out about what happened to the other districts. Cause as you know, uh, the walls are ringed and on the rings, there's a couple of them that like jut out a bit for the cities and it's meant to distribute the, the Titans. So they're not all like, uh, spread out. They are all like kind of focusing towards certain areas that where the walls are, are thicker and more defensible. But that is an issue. If the walls breached, which it was, then what happened to the other cities that are on the outer rim that are over there and are trapped now because a bunch of Titans now take over that outer ring. That's the story. There is what's happening with these people. How are they rationing? How are they going to try to get people out? What is the justice system going on there? It's crazy. It's nuts. It involves smuggling, people being power hungry, coups, and honestly, they all fucking died because no one's ever heard of them as, as far as I'm certain concerned. But the most interesting one uh, is something that they don't really touch on too much, but I've, it's, I actually, they touched on it a bit. And that was when the, uh, the, was it? The, I think they called them the Eastern continent uh, people showed up. The people that are uh, for, for this uh, world would be Asians. Uh, they showed up to the mainland. They talked and they found out about Mikasa and, how they were representatives for this island back in the day, uh, the the Ackerman family, whatever it was. And they talked to them about the resources they have, which is the the metal and the gases and all this shit. All of that I knew about because of another story in regard uh, revolving around before the fall. Like a hundred years before everything happened, there was two main stories going on. One is the creators of the maneuver gear and the swords, which is crazy. They figured it out. They cracked the code. They learned how to do it and they tested it and it worked. But the other thing that happened, which started around the same time was a cult that uh, thought as Titans as gods, which I think we had a bit of in season one. They went and two possibly it might've been, uh, they, left into the wilds they wanted out of the the walls so they let them fuck it get out of here we don't need crazy people one of them was pregnant and uh her husband had just died uh like a month or two ago and he was a scout so they're trying to convince her not to do it not to do it but she does it she leaves a titan busts through crawls its way through the wall, having just eaten a bunch of those fucking cultists. And everyone bands together and kills it on the wall and everything. And that's where the, one of the creators got the idea of, we, this is my problem. I need to find a fix to this problem. And while that was going on, people are cutting open the Titan to see if anyone survived. And there was a survivor. The baby of the pregnant woman survived, and he is now known as Son of a Titan. And son of a beach. Son of a beach. Exactly. 
And his story is fucking nuts. I truly recommend Before the Fall because this guy is a badass. He is 100% like the, the first Levi Ackerman. Like, he is awesome. He's crazy. You get to meet all of the, the creators and everyone else from the original Before the Fall story in this version of it and how they've changed and grew up and hardships they went through manufacturing this shit. All of it together makes this amazing world that this guy created. But obviously that's a lot to consume. I get it. I would just say, take a look through it. I truly hope that with the success of Attack on Titan, they would do spinoff series with Before the Fall. Probably won't. They really, probably will. They, they, I, I think, depending on the uh, how this season plays out, they might just be like, people are kind of burnt out in this show. Let's stop. Or they might see it like, oh, people liked it. A lot of people watched. Let's make some more money. But who knows? I Honestly, I think give Before the Fall a watch or a, a look-see. There are book versions and uh, manga versions. Pick your poison. And thank you for picking our poison by listening to us rant for the past 53, 52-ish minutes. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, Tyler will be back with me, and we will have a special guest with us next week. So look forward to that unless, you know, things happen. We'll see. It it's won't be me. Lobo. It's not Lobo. Not it's a different it's person. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be fortunate. Yeah. Can't yell at him. Just a little bit. But we'll have you back on sometime. Thank you for so much for joining me to again today, buddy. Um We'll be back next week. Until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Back up! Back up.